Hello, everybody, and welcome to Becky Left the Chats Mixtapes podcast feed. My name is Pat, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jen. Hey, Jen. Hey, what's going on? That was a little quick intro, but today is our January 1992 potpourri episode. So for those uh, kids of the 90s, 80s, 2000s, 2010s, <laughs> uh, Jeopardy, wonderful show, R.I.P. Alex Trebek, true, true legend, had a category at the end. It would always be like, usually be on the sixth rung, right? So there's six at the top and it would always be the last one. It would just be called potpourri. And literally be random general knowledge questions about all sorts of different things. So as you guys know from listening to the last couple podcasts, we're doing music, movies, TV, and potpourri. So we can kind of cover all the cool stuff that might have happened in that month in the 90s. So we're going to start here with a couple of news stories. Um, We each both picked a news story and then we found one really cool news story that's still paying off now that we wanted to kind of talk about. And... Then we were going to talk about what everybody does in January, what we all do every January. Um, Maybe I didn't do it in 92, right? Uh, But probably started at least in the, you know, 2010 range or whatever it is where you're like, ah, maybe I should start losing a couple pounds, right? Everybody, we're going to talk about some wild crash diets that started, um, continued, and also uh, just fads from the 90s in dieting. That New Year's resolution where you're going to you know, lose that weight. Jen, you ready? Yeah. Born ready. Well, let's get started. So Jen's queuing up a video right now <laughs> for her event that she wants to share. So I'll get started with mine. So um, in January of 1992, Jeffrey Dahmer was actually uh, pled guilty uh, to murder, uh, but claimed he was insane. And for those that do not know the story of Jeffrey Dahmer, we are not a true crime podcast, but it is one of those wild serial killer stories that I feel like everybody kind of gets like absorbed in. What do you think? Yeah, um, I think he was a serial killer that made me somewhat sickly interested in serial killers. Right? It's just so fucked up. It's so macabre. It's so just out of control. Like he was prowling. Gay bars in poor areas and just getting guys back to his house, murdering yeah. them, and then eating them. Like, awful shit. Just really dark. Really sad. Also, just, I think what I remember being, the thing about it that, like, struck me at such a young age was realizing that this guy seemed really sorry, looked pretty normal, not a horrible looking guy like he didn't look like he you know had warts all over his face or he didn't look evil you know yeah and i remember seeing like testimony when i was young of him just apologizing to the families and it just like just the idea that someone could seem so human and do such horrible dark crazy things was it it has effect i mean it really affected me and it's really one of those things too where like you think about serial killers and you think about all this stuff now because the really, I would say cable, then podcasts, which, you know, obviously we're doing one now doing nostalgia look, but cable, then podcast really helped to give that genre really just a, a runaway life of its own, right? I mean, like, 
Oh, you mean like a true people, crime? Yeah, like... true crime and everything like that. Like the books were there, the datelines were there, the 2020s were there. But now it's like you have a whole ID channel. You have all these channels that are out there that are just playing this stuff all the time. And people, for whatever reason, you know, it goes beyond. Because these real life stories are scarier and weirder and more fucked up than anything anyone can really draw up. Right? I mean, this story is like, if you made this be a movie, the killer clearly has to be like, you know, some giant evil, you know, hulking Texas Chainsaw Massacre type thing. It's never like this guy that just looks like he could work next to you. You know what I mean? Like at a job, he just looks like a regular dude. And he's just an awful, awful person. Um, But... And didn't you, like, didn't they find out, too, that, like, he did the thing that so many serial killers do and, like, he, like, tortured animals and stuff when he was younger? Well, it was, like, all the signs. He's, like, the textbook, one of the textbook guys, but they're, like, he had all the signs. He tortured animals. He did, like, all these terrible things. And, I mean, again, you know, we're not trying to deep dive into Jeffrey Dahmer here. It's just more a potpourri story. Like, this is something... Plenty of podcasts, I'm sure, do that, but... Um, And then, also, on the true crime side, Mike Tyson convicted of rape, too. Brought up on rape trial. He was convicted? Yeah, in 91. Yeah. This is 92. Or 92, I mean, yeah. Oh, like in... Oh, wow. Yeah. Well... Both of those. So, like, two true crime things and... That's messed up. You know, I mean, the the Jeffrey Dahmer thing is more... This is, you know, giving some of these people closure. Can I be honest? I didn't even know that um, about Mike Tyson until very recently. Because I think the whole... Um, a, his, his unique voice. And B, the pigeons. And then the big thing was the, the biting of an ear like i i didn't i but he bit the i ear didn't st- even know that this happened well because he bit the ear and stuff after he like that was all after he came out of jail obviously yeah so like, i didn't or i didn't remember years, that you know? that he was convicted of rape yeah no he was and uh again changes the trajectory of his you know career so to speak and i guess but he way. still ha- i mean obviously still had a career yeah. after that right i mean yeah i mean he still went on to do all, all these other things but yeah um, or accused of rape, I should say. And uh, so Jen's got this video queued up for me. You wanna you wanna cue this up because I'm gonna watch this now. I've never seen this. Okay, this is uh, a minute before. long video. Okay. I just wanna I, I wanna ask you a question, Pat. Yeah. Have you? Okay, first of all, do you know any of the Japanese language? No. So do you know what the slang term "bushu suru" means? No. Okay. Well, I'm gonna show you. Okay. Because this inspired a new word in the Japanese language. Okay. Okay. okay well, let me turn that. I have to turn my volume on. Do you want, you want to set up what, it, what the video is before you play the video? Well. It's available on YouTube. It's, well, it's on YouTube. It is um. George H.W. H. Bush. At a state dinner, right? He's at a, a Japanese state dinner? Yeah, he's with a... Yeah. 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 Okay. And he just... Vomits. Well, just just play the video. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have Pat. I already watched it, so we're just gonna have his reaction to it. Okay, okay so we're gonna play the video, and I'm gonna narrate what it is that we're. Oh, that's loud. Uh, that's loud. You want to So there. There he missed. Beautiful. Nope. Beautiful music. Jeez. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. It happens quick. Right at the beginning, or no? Happened, yeah. Did you see it? No, that's what I'm saying. I just saw him like passed out. So I'm like, did, we, did I miss it? Oh. Oh, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's not good. Wow. So just like 
Is there any explanation of like what happened? Did he have a yeah, stroke yeah, yeah. or something? Or? No, no, it's nothing that it's nothing that I mean, it's not great. Obviously, he doesn't look conscious. But no. <laughs> I just love that the music keeps playing. Well, well, no, he, he he comes up at the end and he waves, and I think you need to stick it out until he waves at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll wait. Oh, we'll, we'll there wait. goes the music. There it goes. Wait for the wave, apparently. <laughs> so apparently, uh, U.S. President George Bush. And you can't see it because it's on the ground, but the Prime Minister, the Japanese Prime Minister, like cradles his head on the ground and like tries to wake him up. Apparently. So, President Bush in 92 at a state dinner... I'll just turn, I'll turn it off. He does wave at the end. He pops up and he's like, hi! Just vomited and uh, proceeded to pass out. So, that was a news story we found. But he he literally vomited on this guy's lap. And he passed out. Yeah, it's Yeah, not, so... Okay. Not great. Inspired a new word. And what's that? I just told you. It is... Bushasuru. But what does Bushasuru mean? Bushusuru. Um, it literally means to do a bush, which is <laughs> which is to vomit at a dinner. Just, just vomit. Just randomly vomit. Yeah. Oh wow. If you vomit. Wow. wow. <laughs> because he was okay. Like I guess he before the dinner mentioned to Barbara Bush that he wasn't feeling good. He was feeling a little nauseous, and he just had like a case of gastroenteritis, which is like the stomach flu. Um, so it's why we can kind of giggle about it because it wasn't like he well, had a stroke. Yeah, or, you know what I mean? yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, but uh, could you imagine how scared those people were? Like, what would your first thought be if you were there? It would be like, has this guy been poisoned? I I can't. You I know? mean, well, again, this is a different world too. Imagine the chefs, like, oh. Because in the nineties, everything was you know everything was just different, you know. But I. I no, I can't imagine. I can't imagine with the Secret Service or any of these other people. Like, I know mm-hmm. what they would do now, you know, and, and what they would assume now, but that's that's wild. Yeah, no, I can't imagine the chefs. I can't imagine the people. I can't imagine any of it. Like, and the Prime Minister just kind of, like, chills. The, I mean, it's gross, but he just kind of sits there, like, unsure I mean, what to do. I mean, it happened. Like, I would freak out if someone threw up on me. You know, you know what's wild is that, like, so much shit happens with the presidents that like just completely like over time it just fades out like i never knew of that stuff and even stuff that you know a lot of stuff clinton was doing and stuff like that like all of that just fades out and then you're like george like because i always think of when i think of wild shit i just won't forget um you know obviously it's not 92 but when you know george bush the younger got a shoe thrown at him like that shit was crazy that, wa- that, that was, was crazy. crazy. Somebody <laughs> just threw a shoe at him, and they're like, yeah, that's a massive Didn't insult. Didn't people, like, throw pies at him, too, multiple times? It's just crazy. Okay, and no, this like, was uh, January 8th, F- yeah, yeah. FYI. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean... Just wild shit like no, that No, stuff like that. Like, I feel like you get shot now. Yeah. You try and throw <laughs> yes, a shoe at, I would at, guess. at a president. I would imagine if, if somebody threw a, a shoe at Trump or a shoe at Biden at this point. It wouldn't be great. Like, it wouldn't be uh, met with a... You're not throwing any shoes at Obama. Like, it's not... The, no. People are not getting shoes thrown. Well, I mean, Obama was close enough to, to Bush. I mean... You, That's true, actually. Threw, threw shit, you know, wow. that was 20 years ago. It was, like, probably 20 years ago. Somewhere like that. We're oh, in the shoe? Yeah. Uh, probably yeah, 16 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you don't need to <laughs> fact check it now. Well, no. We can I mean, fact check it later. Um, yeah, so after this happened, someone called CNN and pretended to be a doctor... Mm-hmm. to be like Bush's doctor and say that he died. Really? Yeah. And then CNN was about to like 
release that and like announce that the president had died they were just kind of like fact checking and then the secret service found out who this guy was he was just some like dude in idaho and they had him uh taken to a mental hospital was he like committed or i don't know or was I, it just like that crank call lifestyle where you're like that's what you could um, do um i feel like i don't know the answer if i had to guess did you listen to the jerky voice that prank yeah yeah like that's the thing that was such a 90s thing because oh like i don't so know good. how like i think about it now and, like, whenever my phone rings and I look at my phone and it's a number I don't know or a number with the same area code I have, I'm always like, okay. So, if it's not a person I've saved, um, it's probably spam, right? So, I'm not going to pick it up. But, right. like, back then, caller ID was so expensive. If it was even around by 91, like, readily available in households. And, you know. 92. But 92. You know, early part of the 90s, let's say. Right, right. And... Yeah, especially with call waiting. So, like, so caller ID, like, I, I remember caller ID was, like, a, it looked like a pager. And you'd, like, have it and you'd see it and it would say, like, whatever the number was, you know, six. And then it was, then it was baked into the, the phones, the handsets. Mm-hmm. But before that, it was, like, something, like, you connected and it looked like a, like a pager box thing. Yeah, no, I remember. I had, and then it would just have the number. Did you have that? We did, yeah, because my mom, you know, she worked for the phone company, so we did oh, get that. Know. Yeah, we didn't, um, we didn't have it until it was, available. like in the phone like we never had well we had a phone on the wall which most people probably did so we had the phone on the wall so with the long cord so you, <laughs> was it all stretched out uh-huh. in the middle and all crazy mm-hmm. so you would connect this other thing to God, we sound to like grandparents cord. right now we're doing a 90s podcast <laughs> so just just that idea that you can get a crank call like you definitely could because there's lots of places where they didn't have the caller id and even if, even if they did they might be like who is this person you know, because I just always think about jerky boys and stuff like that. Like, that shit just would not happen. Like, I don't know how that would happen now. It's, it's like a... Because um, who's going to... It's a lost art. Because I always think I'm like, you know, maybe it does come back. But I always think like, who's going to who's gonna hang out that long on the phone with an unknown caller that wants to give them shit about whatever the thing is? Because it was kind of a little bit fun. Like, I feel like if you knew you were getting pranked... Like, did you ever get pranked? And you're like, let me just no, no, no. see, like, what the hell's going on. Like, this is kind of entertaining... I'm talking now because oh like, now could, no now fuck it no because back in the day a hundred percent like you, nothing's going on and all of a sudden a phone calls at nine o'clock and somebody's like whatever they start they're just pranking you meanwhile it's, you know it's friends or whatever that are pranking you but you just go along with it because what the hell else are you doing right there's and nothing it's, else and going it's like on something like oh you ordered this pizza or whatever stupid thing they were pranking you about now it's like you get somebody and they just want your information. Like, there's no, there's nothing well, there to is talk no, about. Well, yeah, because also being there like, is no prank. Like, I'm not going to call you. And then you're going to be like, oh, this this guy is calling me saying weird shit to me. Like, no, I'm not going to get arrested. Like, you're going to see my number. They could find out that I called you. Like, it's all these things, but. Right. And if you try to, like, make your number private, they're just not going to answer. There's not going to answer. Right. So, I wouldn't, yeah. So, you, you, don't, you don't get all the same stuff, but. Do you ever do prank calls? I just prank call like family sometimes and then call them back. You know, nothing really. I'll be serious. like, it was me. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, grandma, it was just me. We prank called our English teacher once. Well, that's not nice. No. You shouldn't say it now. What? It's not the right time. It's not not the right time for the first potpourri episode to be dropping prank calling English teachers. We weren't like mean, but it, like you know, in in retrospect, it wasn't the nicest thing. No, to have but done. prank calls were a big thing, at least on the radio. I I know that they like were, Howard Stern. Oh yeah, like yeah. like all that stuff where they would play all these prank calls, and it was just so funny because you just hear these people. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of times it would be racist. Like you look at it now and be a little cringy because yeah. you'd be like, you're calling the dry cleaner or you're calling the 
a lot of accents. You know, Chinese food place or pretty. the pizza place, and the accents are really thick on the other side of the phone, and you know that the people don't know, but it. It was just part or of Or, like, the people humor. doing fake accents. Mm-hmm. That's well, it would kinda, be people on the yeah. other side doing... But, but I mean, a lot of times they, they would call people... They would call they would call businesses that were stuck having to, you know, like, I'm calling a restaurant. So, like, the restaurant, you know, is listening for the order, right? So, you're, you're fucking around with the restaurant. So, they have to stick on the line. Hey, I want to order a oh, pizza. Yeah, yeah. And then... Because... You know, there'd be all those calls. You'd be like, oh, I want to order a pizza. Okay. And then, you know, you pretend it's to have not... your buddy screaming in the background or you're doing whatever other things. And then it's like, okay, so you're calling for the, so the, the pizza place thinks it's real, you know. Well, but, wasn't so that one of the jerky boys on ones where oh, yeah. like my wife like is sick and mm-hmm. yeah. That's, that's oh, always what they would do. And then like Howard Stern, they're like <laughs> all these, they always do something, you know, they're calling the dry cleaner or they're calling the, you know, real estate agent. They're calling someone that's like stuck on the other end of the line because yeah. they're you know job depends on them fielding phone calls like so they have to be stuck here yeah it kind of makes me feel bad now at the time i thought it was hilarious well, but now hilarious. i'd probably be like oh and also most so of those mean. people probably like didn't even think it was that big a deal you know a few of them got upset but you know most of them probably were like oh, i'm just gonna no, move on with something my life. to do that was the 90s right? insane conversation was on my that head. was the 90s hey the phone rings i gotta answer it oh okay this wasn't, wants me to do wasn't there a show on like comedy central crank anchors yep and then I think they brought it back. I think they still, like, I still, they, they find a way to do it now. But I don't really know if you can really do it to, like, real people. I think you just end up with, like, like I said, businesses that have to hang in there. Right. Because you can't, I mean, no again, real person you know, is going to answer Again, if phone. I call the Chinese food restaurant and I start dicking around, like, they'll probably just hang up, you know, yeah. or whatever. Or they'll stick around and then whatever. Well, that's why know? it had to be elevated to, like, Impractical Jokers, uh-huh. like, pulling prank. Or, like, even, like, Punked was like that, but, you know, celebrities type thing. Yeah, but you know, like, even the Impractical Jokers, like, they did that. They had, like, you know, hidden camera shows before. That wasn't like they were the first ones to ever do that. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I mean, that was because that went on the 90s and stuff like that, too. But, um, Jen, what's the last story that you found that's still going on today? Well, I don't know. I don't know if you've heard about this. Have you heard of uh, the Friendly Floaties? I have not. Well, did you know that they're were 28,000 rubber duckies just lost at sea. How do, <laughs> just how, how do, do 28,000 rubber duckies get lost they're at the sea? friendly floaties. Um, there was a ship going, uh, the Ever Laurel, right? Okay. It was going from China to Tacoma, Washington. And during its travels, it may or may not, and it did hit a storm and some hurricane force winds. Did it hit an iceberg? No, but it was battling waves that were 10 meters high. And since I, I don't know how many feet that is. Feats. <laughs> Way to go. I know. I'm good at research. Yeah. Um, research level. Listen, research level midnight. Um, this is from an article called, an article called the friendly floaties from British sea fishing dot co dot uk so it's in meters okay this is where i got this information about these friendly floaties so you didn't think to translate that to an english audience you know what pat this is our very first potpourri episode hmm. i'm learning okay i see that you're on your phone right now looking up how many 10 meters is in feet um i'm sure that people over in europe will appreciate me using the metric system but anyway, so it is battling the storm and one of 
the shipping containers falls off the ship and apparently opens and it's all it's not just rubber duckies there are many rubber duckies but there's also like little rubber like bath beavers and frogs and so there's all these little creatures just floating around the ocean wait so rewind 10 meter high waves 32 foot high waves like i'm gonna tell you something about 32 foot high waves okay i'm out (laughs) i agree that's insane that's like that's like our house no it's like higher than our house like that's insane yeah uh, hundred percent. Like yeah. So 100%. I mean, the Ever Laurel is, is lucky it only lost its friendly floaties, right? So that's what. It, so it didn't lose the crew or anything like that. No, no, no. It just. I mean, according to what I read on Wikipedia and this article, it just lost this one shipping container of bath toys. And they have been found in Alaska, floating up in Alaska. They've been found in Hawaii, in Japan, in the UK, in Scotland. Um, which is, I know, part of the UK. And, um, yeah. So there's still some out there. And they think that they're stuck in the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Did you know that there was a Great Pacific Garbage Patch? I did. Did you? I did. I didn't. That's where all the shit ends up. So apparently there's all these rubber ducks just floating around. But if you find one of these friendly floaties, and it turns out that it's a legit friendly floaty from this 1992 January 10th incident... They're worth like a thousand dollars, and it's pretty cool because, like this situation, they like tracked a bunch of them, like where they were found, and like they just take all different routes around the oceans and stuff. And um, an oceanographer, Dr. Curtis Ebsmeyer. Okay. He actually like used the movement of the friendly floaties to help develop his like computer modeling program, and was able to actually like predict where some of them would wind up which is pretty cool Hmm. but this has actually been used in like schools and stuff to help teach people about you know what are are they called the 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 tide oceans what current (laughs) current thank you wow (laughs) keep it classy (laughs) that's what i do we'll have to cut that out (sighs) two college degrees in this room (laughs) there are there are nothing on the current (laughs) listen my degree is in fine art just, but I did actually take, oh, it was marine biology. It wasn't ocean. This is potpourri. Okay. Like, clearly you're failing the Jeopardy challenge if you don't know. <laughs> what what what, just, what are waves go on? Uh, what, what is the ocean? I was put Currents? on the spot. Well, you put yourself on the spot. You could have just uh, flubbed along. But that's our news potpourri wrap up for January. February, we'll have more um, similar type stuff. We're going to drop in sports stuff. We're going to drop in book stuff i think february we're gonna try and do like a um valentine's related episode maybe focus on some yeah well we'll do news and stuff now love Um, related stuff the last thing i'm gonna say in january um but again we mentioned it for tv for next month um we're gonna do super bowl ads next month because that's when the super bowl is now um just kind of keep it relevant but the super bowl actually did happen at the end of january this year and uh buffalo bills lost yeah which is so weird because i know it's I know not, back cause... in 82, it was in February. I know that's random, but it's a thing that I know. Okay, but I can tell you that I th- think that the reason why it's just scheduling, like it's just how it fell. Like it's not, there's nothing nefarious about it. It's not like somehow, because it used to be the first week and now it's being bumped back into like the second week. But again, there was less playoff teams and less stuff going on. But 
Buffalo Bills lost, guys. Um, that's going to be a theme of the 90s. They're going to lose a few more times. <laughs> You're just trying to shit on the Bills? No. Oh, not Bills nice. could win. They, hey, by the time we do this next February, they could, you know, in a month, yeah. they could win. You want to want to throw a prediction out there? Who do you think is going to win here in 2022? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Going Bucks. Okay. Okay. Just another red on red battle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. We'll find out. You guys can tell us. But the last thing we have for you, uh, like I mentioned at the top here, every new year, uh, you want to be a new you, right? You're like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make a resolution. Mm-hmm. Probably 90% of them, maybe more, bound to fail, drop off pretty quick. Yeah. Have you been keeping your resolution this year? I've, I have. I actually have. Really? I already, yes. I already fumbled mine. Yes, but mine was pretty easy. Mine was just basically to just take an hour to myself and disappear and shut off everything. So it's pretty easy to just be like, hey, I mean, easy if you don't have, you know. Well, because it's an enjoyable children resolution. children and everything else. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So just try to be like, I'm just going to take some time. Like, I get it. That You know, for parents that might be, I want 10 minutes, you know. But, yes, I've been keeping up my resolution. But if your resolution was to lose weight, what were your options in 92, Jen? Well, you got some new options. Well, okay. first of all, you got an old 90s. I think it started in the 80s and then it definitely takes over the 90s. What back in the 90s was the thing that you're going to avoid at all costs if you're trying to lose weight? Red meat? Fat. Okay. Okay. Did you did you do that in your household? We had Everything was fat-free. We had, like, um, diet soda, which I still... And, and to this day, I don't... I mean, I don't drink a lot of soda, but I don't even like the taste of regular soda because in my house, we only had diet soda. Um, we, th- Those Snackwell's cookies, did you ever eat those? So, I, you know, so Jen and I, a little bit different. We, we grew up in New York, on Long Island, in Long Island, however you want to say. It's on. But I come from a family of... Two other siblings. Jen is an only child. So the answer is no. Like, we had regular Red Coke. Like, you... My dad still drinks it, right? I love that you call it Red Coke. Well, it is. Because it, it, it was. Because um, Diet Coke was, like, gray. Right? Because there was, there was different it, colors. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But Diet I Pepsi, mean... I think, was white. And regular Pepsi was blue. And Coke was red. And then Diet Coke was, like, gray. I love that you're calling things by the color of the packaging. But that's what that's how it. you identified it. Oh, well, you like could Coke. just call it regular Coke or Diet Coke, but you call it red and gray. And well, I love red it. Coke, yeah, love it. Yeah, red well, Coke. you know, I I associate red Coke with Marlboro Reds and just <laughs> just a wild lifestyle, you know. A red meat, red, red Coke, meat, red Marlboro Red McDonald's uh, packaging for their French fries. I mean, it's all well, just back like, then. Though I think it was yellow. It might have. It yeah, might have been. Yeah, and then they had the, the, the little bags. Yeah, yeah. but. <laughs> We did not. We did not have all of these fat-free things. We had we had all-in Girl Scout cookies in the giant packages. We had well, listen, regular chips. Well, do you remember? We I, had that too. We weren't monsters. Well, I mean, I know you're talking about some of this stuff here, but do you remember like, uh, and, and this will, we'll get to it when it happens, but do you remember they released like Lay's potato chips at some point in the 90s? The wow with, chips? With like Olestra, but yeah. that literally made you like shit yourself. They were called like wow. Yeah. So... That was like, hey, we're going to give you these chips. It's going to help you. And you just immediately get the runs. A fun fact, my roommate and I in like, I don't know, was it like 20, it was like 2000, I don't know. It was in the the 2000s. 
we decide we're going to do the Atkins diet for like two days. We're doing this Atkins diet. The newly reprinted Atkins diet from 1991? 1992, yes. 92. I keep um, saying 91. I know you do. That's why I keep... I hate, hate having to you all the time, but it you is could, But you, you know what my problem is, though? It always happens in January. I'm always... Mm-hmm. I'm always writing, you know, even now. it's Everything is still 21, 21, 21. It's, oh, it's hard it. for me to just switch over. I, by the time I switch over, it's fucking October. And then I'm like, shit, <laughs> I gotta do this again. And two... You got three months left? Yeah. We also, like, have a bunch of, like, episodes that we recorded that we have not released... In 91. Yeah, yeah, in like November and December Someday. And stuff. Okay, so, so we listen were... to us and like us. We'll remaster them and Maybe. Uh, and put them out and <laughs> yeah. charge you lots of money to listen to us suck. <laughs> lots of money. Um, no, I got an email alert. Okay. Um, what were we talking Oh, the, so listen. Olestrative. Olestrative. Yeah, so my roommate and I were like, let's do Atkins. By the way, I don't even like think I was eating meat at this time. So I'm just doing Atkins. Which Isn't means... that the whole point of the Atkins diet? Like yes. Meat? Well, what am I eating? Just cheese? Isn't I don't like know. Meat and carbs, right? Like just eating like meat and potatoes. Like literally. no. Oh no. You carbs? don't eat any. Like you. It's so the thing about the Atkins diet, which is actually a great segue, is that in contrast to the fat-free diet here in 1992. Dr. Atkins re-releases his book on his Atkins diet, right? Because it was out in the 70s, and then they, they kind of modernize it, and it comes out in 1992. Becomes a real craze in the later 90s, but it comes out in 92. Okay. And basically, no, you're not eating potatoes. You're not eating pasta. You're just eating meat and fat, and, like, that's what you're eating. You can have um, vegetables and stuff, but there are some... I don't know if there's vegetables that are off limits. There's definitely... Certain fruits that were safe for an Atkins diet and certain fruits that weren't, like, you had to start with, like, under 20 milligrams. Or does it 20 grams? Oh, my God. I'm, I'm all messed up. I think it's 20 milligrams of carbs a day. You can't go over that. And then as you progress on the Atkins diet, you can have more and more. Kind of like keto, but I think with keto, it has to stay low so your body stays in ketosis. I'm not a nutritionalist. Nutritionist? Keep saying things wrong. So I don't know, but I do know that it's similar to the keto diet. Um, not as extreme, but it became popular in the 90s and it came out in 92. And basically, it just is a bacon and cheese free for all for people. They like, and, lo- and and I remember my dad doing this, I think in the late 90s, and he lost a lot of weight and he <laughs> was like eating bacon, cheese, like, or the thing is you'd go out to eat and you would get like, a burger with a side of um, broccoli or you'd get a salad instead and you'd get no bun, you know? So you could have a big bacon cheeseburger, but just no no bread, you know? Hmm. Which, I mean, it is good to limit your complex carbs, but it takes it to an extreme where you're really just not eating carbs at all. Okay. Um, yeah, not really. That really got popular in the late 90s. And then I remember Dr. Atkins actually died of a heart attack and that was a whole thing. But apparently it was like a virus-related heart attack. Like, it, okay. Yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't a bacon cheeseburger-related heart attack. No, no. It was like uh, like a heart muscle disease that is probably caused by a, a virus, according to gotcha. a doctor. Yeah, so um, that's like one of those things that people like to run with but isn't actually true. Not saying that that's the healthiest diet for you again. I have no medical knowledge. No frame, on, of, frame yeah. of reference on that. No. Because I think the thing is... Um, Unless you really stick to a very low carb situation, like you're gonna gain weight back. It's it's not, you know, like I think it's not the kind of thing that's very. It's not very sustainable. 
Like, you will lose weight quickly and you will be well, able that's... to eat lots of cheese and meats. It's not really great if you're not eating lean proteins, you know? Like, it's kind of... isn't that the point of all these kind of fad diets and, you know, all of this starting the year with I'm going to diet yeah. and I'm going to do this thing? Like, it's a lifestyle change, right? It's not about... You know, hey, you can do this thing and this is great and it's great for like a week and then you're like, wait, this this sucks. And then all of a sudden you're back into exactly where you were within two weeks. I mean, that's the resolution life, you know? Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's part of the diet industry too is like, you're not going to sell more diets to people if the diets work, right? If you don't gain that way right, back, then like right. who's going to buy your book and your programs? Right. Who's going to, you know, use that stuff if everybody's happy but then at the same time, they're buying all these wow potato chips when really the problem isn't fat, right? Like you can have like a small, normal amount of fat. Like it's just people, just people just lost their fucking minds in the nineties with the, oh, the super sized drink. Super sized drink. Oh my God, man. When I would go into 7-Eleven and get that super double gulp. The like double after big high gulp. School. Oh my God. It's oh my ridiculous. God. I wonder how many calories was in a double big gulp. Of, like, Coke. I feel like a double... Red, red Coke. I feel like it... Legit, I feel like a double big gulp of Coke. Like, a super big gulp was, like, 44 ounces. Like, a big gulp was 32 ounces, 44. I feel like it was, like, 64 ounces. So, you're just drinking a two-liter bottle of Coke. It's unbelievable. So, you're, you're, you know... I don't know how many calories in a two-liter bottle of Coke, but you're just literally drinking, like, a two-liter bottle of Coke. Lunacy. Absolute savagery. Like, just no control. And I'd be like, this is fine. I would see, I would go, like, after practice and stuff, and I'd go and get it filled up with Gatorade. So I've just been drinking like 64 ounces of Gatorade. I mean, it's watered down with ice. So I'm not going to act like I had just no ice in it because that would be an animal. Probably 50 ounces of Gatorade. Just not good. What color? Whatever they had on tap. Usually it would be like lemon lime. But sometimes it would be orange. And that's my favorite. Yeah. I think I like the lemon lime better. I like, I like the fruit punch. Yeah, the, fruit the, punch is a little red, too sweet. I, I'll, I'll go with uh, orange all day every day. But there was one more thing we want to hit, right? Okay, well, you got your diets down, right? You're either eating nothing but fat or you're just completely avoiding it altogether. Mm-hmm. There's really not much in between. But, well, what do you add with your diet? You got to work out, right? Okay. And you are not welcome here. Okay. I'm not allowed to go. You're not allowed to go. But in 1992, Curves opened. Hmm. And it is a ladies-only circuit... It's like a gym that does like circuit training. I think it's like a 30 minute situation. I think you go for 30 minutes and you go from like station to station and do like a circuit training thing. Um, yeah. And it became really big. And um, it exists. It exists. But then the CEO was donating some of his money to some questionable so, so organizations. So a guy made it for women only? Apparently the CEO was a, yeah, a guy. Gary Heaven. Um Okay. He, they donated like $10,000 to the Oath Keepers. Do you know what the Oath Keepers are? I do. Yeah. So, not great. No. No. That is an anti-government militia group. Oh, we're not going to get into any of that on this podcast. Well, that's what it said on Wikipedia. We're just not going to get into any of that here, but that's fine. We, I know exactly who they are. Not great. Not great. (laughs) Not a great look. Oath Keepers. Not a great look for anybody, if any of that's true. But there's also a Cindy Crawford workout video you could have gotten when, if you want it now, there's one available. On demand? On Amazon for $180.74. The video? It's just shape your body workouts. 
Yeah, but, but you can also like a watch. Kit? Is it DVDs? Like, what am I spending? I think it's a DVD, for? but you can also just go to YouTube and watch it. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, like, it's kind just... of like a um, it kind of looks like a like it's like a low impact type toning workout. It looks like it. I was watching it. It actually looks like a music video. Like it's like little vignettes of her. Like one time she's like on the ocean, and then she's like in like what looks like a workout like basement, but like black and white. Well, think and then, about it. Though. So she's in different like studios, um, working out, and it. So I mean, supposedly it's a really good workout. I was reading reviews on it. But, right, um, but but think about it. I would imagine that the tape is probably like an hour or two hours long for like one tape, maybe or something. So like you might have three workouts on one tape. One hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah. You can well, watch for it for free now. on YouTube. But that's what it costs now. You can get it on eBay for like $45. For one tape or an entire kit? You know like, what? Kit? I didn't Is really it... research it that much. But I did see well, that, that someone was selling it for $180. And so I... I have a feeling that the title and the liner notes for this episode is going to be, <laughs> I didn't really research it much. There's a few stories here, Jen. You kind of... Listen. You're yelling about $145. Is that just because I get the vintage original tape? $180. $180. I mean, is That's that because you That's $35 more than $145. But I'm asking you, do I get a volume? Do I get like 20 different tapes or is this one No, tape? I think that she... I mean, people were like reviewing is it. Is it autographed? I like, think it's we... like three workouts. I think it's three workouts. Like two... Either two normal workouts and like a mini workout or three workouts and a mini workout. I so mean, it's a few... It's, it's like a handful of workouts, but I mean... Again, I, I, it is because it's old, right? It's because it's probably like not you can't just go order that. They're not still making them, so it's expensive because. But it's is like, it like the original packaging? Like, is it is it unopened? Is it signed by Cindy? Like, you just no, you, it's you're not coming at signed me. by Cindy. It's not <laughs> you're just, signed. You're just coming out with all this energy <laughs> where you're like it's 185 dollars. Well, what is the product I'm getting okay. for 185 dollars? I mean, we were actually on Electronic Bay today. And uh, when we were on Electronic Bay, we were looking for, like, an old boombox. I mean, people were selling, quote-unquote, vintage boomboxes that are original, like, from someone's garage that takes, like, 13 double, you know, okay. double C batteries. I'm just going to tell you right now that you can watch these on YouTube for free. I We know this. You can watch basically anything on YouTube for free. Everybody knows this. Okay, $180.74 and you got to pay 3.99 shipping. Okay, so some so here. okay, so it's clearly not Amazon oh, isn't selling. It's actually being sold by the good what? You can get it used for $61. That seems way more reasonable. I'm trying to see how many workouts are on here before I um I did hear it was a good workout. I mean, listen, I want people to try it on on, on the YouTubes. Okay, the runtime is an hour and 40 minutes. So, okay. So there you go. I don't know if that's one workout or multiple workouts, because if that's one workout, that is what I like to call a commitment. Well, I would imagine it's probably a half hour each workout, probably five minute cool down, half hour workout. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know, man. If it's what she does to look like Cindy Crawford or to look like her, maybe it really is an hour and 40 minutes, you know? I don't... Hey, who knows? Who knows? Well... It hasn't been tested by us. We're back at it. Here we are. Somebody's got to buy dinner tonight. 90s trivia game. Three questions. Ending our potpourri episode. Jen. Pat. Question number one. Mm. What fictional company produced the toy Log on the animated series Ren and Stimpy? Is it A. Blammo. B. Whammo. C. Acme. Or D. Kenner. It's 
gonna be embarrassing if I get this wrong. Is it Acme? Or is that this Roadrunner stuff? Oh man, I'm digging Jen. a hole. I'm digging a hole. I'm digging a hole. Jen. Kenner. This is who wants to be a millionaire style questioning. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you. Um there is no friend you could phone. Um, you've wasted that lifeline. Okay. Uh, you do not have a 50-50 anymore either. You wasted that on an earlier question. You could poll the audience, but the dogs don't have opposable thumbs, so they can't get involved. So, you're on your own here, Jen. I'm going to need you to lock in an answer. What's your final answer? Acme. Acme is absolutely wrong. Acme is Looney Tunes shit. The answer is blammo. Blammo. Would you have known that? Yes, because Acme is Looney Tunes shit. Kenner's like, I think like, I think it's like a real, that's like a real thing. I think Kenner's real thing, but okay. Okay. You have to guess who I am. Okay. I was appointed to the Supreme Court by President Bill Clinton in Mm -hmm. 1993. Mm -hmm. To this day. I rule in favor of gender equality, the rights of women. The notorious RBG. Yes. R.I.P. Yeah. One nothing. Mark it up. Mark the tape. Jen, you have one guess to guess me. I invented the kickflip McTwist, the 720 and 900 aerial. Tony Hawk? That is correct. Oh, thank goodness. 1-1. One, one. Who won the first season of Survivor in 1997? Richard Hatch. How did you know that? Because I watched it. Who came in second? It's okay. If you don't get it, I won't. Uh, I think it's Colby, right? The cowboy. It's either Colby the cowboy or it's uh, a woman. And her name... Because they had like a secret alliance. It's like Susan something, maybe? Kelly Wigglesworth? Ah. Kelly Wigglesworth. Wigglesworth. That's a good name. Yeah. That's fun. Okay. Okay, you got that one. We'll give that to you. You need this one to stay alive. I know. In the 1996 blockbuster Independence Day, which I know you've seen recently, which of these cities is not... Destroyed in the devastating first attack. Oh no. New York City, Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., and Houston. Washington, D.C. <laughs> Again, this is prices right. Uh, this is. Uh, Houston. I'll, I'll give you an opportunity to lock in an answer. Okay. Which one was not destroyed in the first attack? <sighs> New York, Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., or Houston? Houston. Houston is correct on your second guess, so, but we'll give it to you. Okay. 2-2. Two, two. I appreciate Loser that. Loser buys dinner. I'm really, I'm not looking too bright here today. Uh, d- not great. You saw the movie. Oh, I was not paying attention at all. I glazed they blew right. up the White House. I glazed right over. You they said in the, the first attack, maybe there was an additional attack after. No, and then and then Will Smith's girlfriend was oh. was a stripper in uh, Los Angeles, and they blew that up. 
I mean, it's all right there in front of you. I was very glazed over. They blew up New York City. That's where Jeff Goldblum ran from. I do remember. That's why I didn't say New York City. Okay. Because I remember New York and L.A. And I thought, mm, well, the president was probably, probably had some footage with the president, I think. So that's why I said. Okay, anyway. You're going to get this. Hmm. What links these clues together? Grunge, Supersonics, and Starbucks. Well, I've been there. I've walked the streets. I've eaten at the diner that many of those grunge people have eaten at. There's a needle there. It is Seattle. It is. Winners win, Jen. Winners win. What else you got for everybody out there? That's all I got. You got nothing. I got nothing. I got I got many things. You know what I got? I what? got let's go get some uh red coke. I'll get my gray coke and you get your red coke and uh, I guess we'll have to uh split dinner. Uh not splitting dinner cuz I won. How did you win? We both got two. No. Oh, you got all three. Definitely oh, got all three. <laughs> yes. Oh no, you're right. Well, oh, well. Thanks everybody for stopping by for a little 90s nostalgia corner. We will be back next week with our movie podcast. Movie podcast. Juice. We're going to be watching the movie Juice. Mm-hmm. Talking about the movie Hand the Rocks the Cradle. Talking about a movie that came out last December, but it's getting Oscar buzz. Cool movie. Fried Green Tomatoes. And by last December, I mean 1991. Um, yeah, that's where we're going to be. Uh, have you ever had a fried green tomato? I have. They're so good. Um, you're going to be seeing a lot, uh, just on the movie feed, as an FYI, you're going to be seeing a lot of what we consider um, movies that we felt we needed to rewatch to talk about on the podcast. So they're not necessarily always going to be the greatest movies that came out. I'm looking at you, April. I'm looking at you, Beethoven. But um, <laughs> there's things that we want to watch and talk about and have a good time with. So next week is Juice. You're probably going to see a bunch of other movies. Uh, this year we got Singles, Reservoir Dogs. Uh, we're going to rewatch Buffy the Vampire Slayer, My Cousin Vinny. A lot of movies that are 30 years, you know, and they're probably going to get a lot of 30-year, you know, discussions out there in the real world on other podcasts and other things. But we're just going to watch them. And in the case of Juice, I've never seen it. So we'll give it a shot. Yeah, me neither. Thanks, everybody, for coming by. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,